This college basketball picks edition of the Sports Game Podcast is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play Underdogs, pick them for a chance to win 100x. Promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com for a 100% deposit match. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Enter their free Daytona 500 contest for a chance to win $100 cash and a $100 SGPN gift card at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Daytona. the sports gambling podcast i'm sean stacking the money green with my partner on picks right real money kramer what's happening Kramer? dog just working on some caffeine gotta get the cold brew going uh, a little feels like i'm getting hydrated but i'm not really getting hydrated just getting caffeinated yeah chat was all honorary uh for not starting on time uh you can you can thank ryan real diva kramer for the late start time doesn't have his uh, coffee boy getting his coffee. Uh, joining us here to talk college hoops. You know him from the college basketball experience. Colby Dant, a.k.a. Pick Dundee. What's happening, Colby? I'm doing great, and I love your guys' uh, you know energy after uh, what I feel like you guys have been in Vegas for like a month. So, uh, you know, uh, you're doing a good job, all things considering, Green. It, it does feel, it does remind me of uh, high school football two a days because <laughs> it does feel like I'm experiencing two days at the same, like every day is two days because when you wake up at 3.15, then host a three-hour show, then I do a, a bonus hour show for BetUS uh, NBA Pick Show, then I take a nap, then I wake up, then I do this podcast, then I go on other shows. It, do, it does feel like I'm getting two days in one in uh, Las Vegas, but hey, hanging out circa... Can't it kind of remind, kind of reminds me of March Madness. You get like the early slate and then the late slate, and you remember the morning games like they happened yesterday. Yeah. It, it's really been, uh, yeah, it uh, tough, tough schedule to get acclimated to. Uh, Nick Fortune wanted to know how many times have uh, been on the NFL slot machine. Uh, Kramer and I had a mini heater that then cooled off on the slot machine, but Kramer also had a another uh, hand pay on the. Uh, I think it's the Colts and the Titans have been your two teams, Ryan. So you believe the, you believe the NFL slot machine to be the fortune telling Oracle that we do. Uh, the Titans will be playing the Colts in the Super Bowl somehow. So uh, maybe there's a pandemic like event. I don't know how it's going to happen, but according to this slot play uh, Colts and Titans, both awesome next year. D- didn't you have two NL-, NL teams in the world series? So maybe, maybe it's in. Yeah. In the- <laughs> Hey, I mean, my Cubs uh, Phillies World Series <laughs> prediction, not completely. I was very close to hitting uh, Justin Steele uh, to win the Cy Young, mostly because Justin Steele is a listener to the show. Shout out to you, Justin. Uh, got to get Justin on. I know he's a big like NFL uh, fantasy guy. We got to get him on the show, Ryan, talking, uh, talking fantasy, talking NFL draft props, whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I... <laughs> 
I, I was I was sorry. I got distracted because I, I have this amazing view of the railroad tracks. I don't know if you're sharing the mm. same uh, view, Sean, but there just there appeared to be some sort of a fight that just broke out on the railroad tracks. And I was I was trying to zoom in to say in my my vision to see what was going on. It looks like it was a first round knockout. Whatever happened. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> boxcar uh, fights. They got it all the action here out in Las Vegas in the desert. Uh, we're going to get to some uh, college basketball picks. Of course, Daytona 500 right around the corner. I can check out the episode we did a little, ba- uh, a little bit uh, back with the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, guys. And, of course, make sure to enter the Daytona 500 contest. Very easy. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Daytona. Grand prize, $100 cash, and a $100 SGPN merch gift card, courtesy of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. So check out those guys. And uh, yeah, also check us out. Uh, Colby will be on our VEASAN show as well tomorrow uh, morning, bright and early. Again, we're live 4 to 7 West Coast, but that's 7 to 10 East. And uh, it's not only VEASAN.com, YouTube TV, but a bunch of uh, regional Nesson, places. Nesson. Nesson in the New England uh, markets. Masson in Baltimore. Marquee, not exactly sure where that is. And then you have AT&T Pittsburgh. We're on in L.A., Sean, and, of course, all oh, over yeah. Canada. Col- Colby's really Rogers. Gonna, Colby's going to really tap into the Canadian audience, I can tell. Yes, I'm looking forward to hosting the CFL Gambling Podcast. Subscribe. <laughs> and uh, and I'm curious, uh, how, how you, would you guys consider yourself football guys? Because you guys did it. I haven't listened to the NASCAR episode yet, but, you know, Joe Gibbs has a race team. I hope you guys keyed mm. in on that. Uh, if not, I'm very disappointed in your, uh, you know, questionable th- we're, we're going to, we're going to review that's under review. The, if you guys are football guys, if you didn't go with the Joe Gibbs race team, uh, uh well, actually I have a large future on Mr. Tyler Reddick, who is part of Joe Gibbs race. Oh, team, so thank you for trying to right throw some shade at us. Football guy. Walked right into right. it. Colby. <laughs> you did. You really uh, and- did walk into it. Let's get to the touting. Uh, nice, uh, nice winning week again for the uh, group consensus plays. I know we didn't really uh, do much on the podcast last week because of the uh, Super Bowl, but taking a look, consensus plays now 103, 75, and two for a whopping 58%. Colby, uh, 57% with his locks. Kramer, 58% with his locks. Me with a 69% lock percentage. Ooh. Nice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, let's hit some locks. My dogs are horrible, my dogs are 17%. It is uh embarrassing. I haven't been able to hit a college basketball dog uh to save my life. And uh, if you listen to the VEASAN show, I had Wyoming, I had it at plus uh eight. That was a heartbreaking uh push that I got it at. Uh, I mean, they hit a three to go up six, then they foul with four seconds. Um, Utah State hits both free throws, and then they they don't attempt a shot. Why intentionally foul if you're not going to attempt a shot after? I don't get it. You still gave away a winner though, because most people got eight and a half. There you go. See, most I gotta got I gotta it. work got... on the I gotta work on the pick Dundee school of touting. Yeah, most of you guys, I got on yes. the right side of that. That thing was uh, at eight and a half point. for a long time. All right, if you if you got the shorter end of the number, uh, yes. well, you didn't lose money. You didn't lose money either. So you got to just you know. Sure. Better way, to, better way to say that, Kelby, is if you got the the, the wrong of the the worst of the number there, that's on you. That's on you, Sean. Yes. It, <laughs> yeah. I gave you Wyoming. I said get the best number. What you do with that information is your own fucking business. <laughs> oh, you bought eggs at Seven Eleven for eight dollars. That's on you. Yeah, right. I said buy eggs. 
I assume uh, you know to right. get the best price. All right, let's hop over. We're uh, we're skipping the Friday slate. Uh, there was no requirement from management since the uh, 9 p.m. to midnight show is not on this week to get any sort of late night Mountain West action. So we're jumping yeah. right ahead to Saturday. You know, I'm going to guess that Colby doesn't feel like this is the most lit slate of the season like he typically does on a Saturday, uh, but still pretty good. Uh, 9 a.m. We're heading right to Charlottesville for some reason. Um, I, I wonder, maybe that's when they uh, that's when they launder all the uh, the white sheets at 9 a.m. Get the crowd out there. Wake Forest in town, Virginia. The Wahoos still don't know what one of those are. Maybe it's a, a cute sword. Maybe it's a fish. I don't know. Virginia laying three and a half. Colby, this is a bigger game than even I realized before uh, when I was doing this on the sheet, and then I was just doing my homework right before the show, and I was like, "Wait a second, Wake Forest! If they they're they're two and a half games back, Virginia's in front of them. Wake Forest has a very favorable schedule. This is the hardest game left on on Wake Forest's schedule." If they're able to win this game, knowing that Duke, Carolina, and Virginia all play each other, Wake Forest plays none of them, uh, besides UVA, that is, uh, and they, uh, they, they're in a great spot if they can win this game. The problem is, though, is that Wake Forest and Steve Forbes are two and six on the road. Virginia is 13 and one at home and uh, just suffered that one loss to Pitt because Pitt just was on fire from three the other night. So I think you got to go Wah- the Wahoos and, and it's, it's Tony Bennett. He wins the ACC regular season every year. You win this, they host Carolina and, and, and I think next week is it. And uh, then they could win the ACC and they probably will because that's what he does every year in the regular season. So I'll take the Wahoos. And I think it's a pretty good play. Now, are, are these actual lines or are these prick no, Dundee? No, these are, these are prick. These are prick Dundee lines. Mm. Ken Palm has it's closer Uh-oh. to one. I think if you're giving me three and a half, with the uh, with Wake Forest, the team that's second in the nation at the free throw line, I'm taking that all day. I think this is going to be a one score game. It's going to be a little closer than uh, than three and a half. So if I'm getting three and a half, I'm taking it. The contrast in styles to Virginia is 362nd in pace out of 363 teams. Wake Forest is like a top 100 team in pace, or I think what like 102 or something like that. So it, it's it's absolute bonkers from from a uh, you know X's and O's standpoint. Um, I just think Virginia at home is just a fucking wagon. So, uh, and they're going to make wake forest feel uncomfortable. And that that's I, I to me. Yeah. Yeah. They also speed up their opponent. I think that's part of where their pace comes from. And so I, Virginia doesn't typically let teams do that to them. I hate, I hate to lay the points here, but I agree with Colby. Wow. You know, I, I got a quick, quick, quick Virginia story. So I went up to the window to get my, um, which by the way, Colby, Virginia tech returning 96% of their, their production, 500 to one at the window right now uh, to be the college football playoff champions. I almost ooh, accidentally ooh, ooh. bet on Virginia. Uh, fun fact, Virginia's <laughs> price in football to win the national championship, 5,000 to one. So uh, shout out to the Wahoos. <laughs> I'm saying something nice about them for that. All right. Texas Tech heads to Ames, Iowa, where Iowa State Colby very, very quickly becoming a team that I think I'm going to want to uh, invest in come tournament time, conference and March Madness. They can, they've now won a couple uh, tough road games. Uh, they're the classic rock fight team. We've typically said, well, away from Ames, we might not want to look to back them, but they're in Ames for this one. They're laying a big number. Are, are we are we taking the other side or are we laying it with uh, with – one of my new favorite teams from the Big Twelve, Iowa State. Yeah, let's talk about TJ Altsberger. This is year three for him, and, and they haven't been able to win on the road traditionally under him or score. 
Like they haven't been able to create yeah. their own shots. Really, this team has has been. They've won at TCU. They've won at Texas. They won at Cincinnati the other night. I was uh, on a show this morning, and uh, they they were asking me, "What's this? What's a smart Final Four play that has value?" Iowa State, I think, oh. is at plus five hundred. Uh, worth taking a shot because you start winning on the road in college basketball in the regular season at some of these lit environments. Norm, look at UConn last year. That was a team that was winning on the road. They did pretty well for themselves. Uh, same with same with San Diego State. You know, they went into the pit one one a year ago. One of the hardest places to play. Traditionally, that pays off in March. So, just just an idea there. I'm all over Iowa State though. Texas Tech on the road. Uh, just they're they're not the same. They're two and four on the road, and I just think right now this Iowa State team is playing at an unbelievable level. They're 14 and 0 at home. They have a, the third best defensive rating in the nation. Uh, and Texas Tech's got the 28th best offense. That's gonna they're gonna put the kibosh on that offense, and then uh, uh, Iowa State is a top 30 offense too. So I'm on the clones. Lay the points. Yeah, I mean, winning in Cincinnati that was a very that was a really impressive win. I mean, and maybe it was just because I I I was trying to take my hat off and explain why Cincinnati got their ass kicked at home. But uh, I mean, Iowa State is so good. Uh, the defense through the roof. Uh, turnover percentage number one in the nation and uh, especially at home it's going to be tough I mean eight and a half you're getting really uh, up there as far as like what I think you can lay and still cover this spread because I do think you know I wouldn't I go mean, past Texas, 10 wouldn't go past 10 yeah I think yeah. it's going to be a little bit shorter but um, I'll take Iowa State uh, laying the number eight and a half is uh, it is at the max as far as what I would lay I don't to your point, definitely not laying double digits, but uh, nine and below, I think Iowa State. Another thing Kramer. is, uh, and shout out to Trevor in the chat. Texas Tech just beat Kansas and stormed the court. Great, great, yeah. great way to f- great, great spot to fade that. Now, that, that would they, be- was this a uh, was this a multi-person court storming or uh, was this how like, about uh, Detroit? By the way, which what which by the way. If you've been listening to the college basketball experience, we've been circling that game for about two weeks. We're like Valentine's Day, Detroit's going to get their first win of the yeah. season. It was a tragic magic situation with uh, Earl Curitan, uh, you know, their play-by-play announcer passing away a few weeks ago. Rest in peace to the former Detroit Piston. Uh, and what a great storm! Right, no, storm, non-plural. Right, what a great storm <laughs> by that guy. We, we were jo- we had uh, we had Noah on uh, our show on Veasan super early, and we. We decided to call that a drizzle. It wasn't a storm. It was just one guy. And we also came up with the idea of uh, we need you guys do it like a five-day forecast, highlighting potential storms, uh, what the percentage will be. Maybe get uh, Colby like in front of a green screen talking about some atmospheric rivers and some pressures uh, coming in from the Northeast. It was uh, – I don't know if you saw the full video. The full video is hilarious because – I mean, the still shot's great, but the full video shows the second guy start to come out to storm, do the piss pump, like walk one foot onto the court and then just turn around and be like, all right, I'm out of here. <laughs> now, now I, 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 I did say, and I, I didn't, I did this without talking to you guys. I said, if anybody knows the guy who stormed, get him in touch with us. We're going to yeah. hook him up. We're going to hook him up. I haven't, I, I don't Let even know what we're going to hook him up with. We got it. We got to get him a gift card or something, but we're, oh, we're, yeah. we're trying. Anyone know that guy out there uh, for, for uh, the hospital, us. please tag us in that. And we'd like you, to uh, reach out. Yeah. And Sean and I also learned about how Dick Vitale's ties to the uh, great uh, university of Detroit. Mercy. Yes. I, former coach. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think 100%. Two things that the college experience team has on assignment. One, we need the storm report. It's going to be like some sort of forecast. And then two, we need some court storming gear. We need to make sure that that, that court stormers feel safe. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's a it's a poncho. Maybe it's just a hoodie with a cool logo. Uh, we, maybe it's a bucket hat. Uh, uh, we, yeah, like the SCPN, Caddyshack bucket hat. Yeah, the, I like the college that. experience yeah. ponchos would be a pretty epic, uh, epic thing to get <laughs> distributed out. The one uh, to close up the, the the bow on the Iowa State game. The one thing I would say is they've lost all the games they've lost, which, by the way, have not been at home. They've done so to teams that have been able to get a little hot from the high, behind the three-point line. So Texas Tech does profile as a team that could potentially give them problems, but not a names, uh, uh, no moss. All right, TCU, uh, another team I've circled as a team that just ha- possesses some qualities that I like to bet on uh, towards the end of the season here. TCU now heads the little big apple, Manhattan, Kansas, where the Wildcats are laying a point, 9 a.m. on the West Coast. Colby, uh, Big 12 home teams still still riding with that? I, I am, even though, you know, K-State has definitely, uh, you know, lost a, a little more than I feel like they lost a year ago, but they're still 11 and two at home and they're in the more desperate spot. TCU is a tournament team right now. K-State is one of those ones fighting for their everyday life. Uh, possible storm situation. I mean, maybe, maybe a little bit, a little bit of a possible storm situation, but uh, now why would you yeah. storm? This is insane. <laughs> Uh, I mean, just your, it's your TCU, favorite, you know, your favorite by one point. What are we talking about? You could storm if you won in Kansas, sure, or or just or sorry if you won against Kansas, which they did. Uh, did they storm against Kansas, Colby, on Monday? Actually, they did not. And and Kramer tagged me in this because Jerome Tang, the head coach, went to the went up into the crowd, went up into the crowd, and and Kramer, I think, was trying to say that this is better than a court storm. I I strongly disagree, but I do I do appreciate the uh, the coach getting out there. Tang gang, what is he saying? Dumb and dumb, dumb, dumb and dumb, mingling with those laid back country folk. All right, uh, so uh, I will take Kansas State. Uh, at home, like to me, they're in the more desperate spot. Uh, they're playing better than a lot better than they were at the beginning of the season. So I will, uh, I will take the wildcats. I just think, uh, you know, being there in Manhattan, also their defense has gotten better and better. Got some guys healthy. That was a uh, part of the, part of the, the problem. They had some, some injuries early in the year and also Tomlin, the Tomlin situation with him ending up at uh, ending up at Memphis. Uh, so K state take it. Let's go. Yeah, I'm with you. Defense, to your point, Colby, getting better. Uh, this feels like a pretty close game. I don't know why you wouldn't just take the home team, especially in the Big 12. Uh, Kansas State coming off that loss at BYU, that was always going to be a tough spot, let down spot after beating Kansas. I, I think they bounce back here. TCU, I don't know. I haven't had a great handle on this TCU team, but um, – yeah, I don't know. TCU is pretty good, but I'd still I would say on the road, um, you got to take uh, you got to take uh, Kansas State here. Although you know TCU has had some nice road wins, including at Oklahoma State, at Baylor. Uh, they did lose at Iowa State, but uh, yeah, I would I would still say Kansas State. It, it's it's going to be, be one, one or two possession game. You know, it's going to come down to that. I'm just thinking that the crowd will be the difference in the game. Uh, Kramer, what are you doing? Oh, you guys are crazy. I'm on TCU. I think that 
there, there's going to be an issue with turnovers for Kansas State and in and, and, and a pick them one point spread. No, thank you. I mean, uh, Kansas State bottom 15 in the nation in turnover percentage. Sean, I thought you were mm. a classic uh, handicapper here. This is a, this is an easy one. Mm. TC. And also, I've I've uh, I've come back around on as much as I, I, you, I know. You, also, I, I didn't warn you ahead of time, but this is the Tang gang. Colby's top five coaches. He secretly has man crushes on <laughs> Jamie Dixon. The hair shows up. Let's go. TCU on the road. Yeah, not a, yeah, I, I'm sticking with Kansas, but I'm not this is not going in one of my locks. Oh my god, we're gonna get a three star review for that. It's Kansas State, Sean. They're different schools. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Texas AM heads to Tuscaloosa, <laughs> Alabama. I mean, did you were you really did you were you very were you, were you really con- confused as to who I was discussing there? No. <laughs> I'm a sharp. I just wanted to make sure our audience wasn't confused. Texas A&M heads to Tuscaloosa, Alabama to take on the Red Elephants. Bama laying 11. Um, boy, what has become of my sweet, sweet Buzz Williams and this Texas A&M squad, Colby? We were on Vanderbilt the other night, man. What a great, what a game, the game winner. Uh, but this is a great spot to, 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 to buy into the buzzsaw. You know, um, I know Alabama whooped them last year by like 19, but uh, Texas A&M is a veteran team. A veteran team, and to me, if you can't get this one after losing to Vanderbilt, you want to right the ship. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to step up and play good in Tuscaloosa here. So I will take the points. Look, surprisingly, A and M's defense isn't as good as I thought it would be this year. It's still decent, but it's it's not as good as the defense as I thought it would be. But let, let's be honest. Uh, Alabama's defense has been ass all year. They they live and die by this Paul Westhead philosophy: run up the court, shoot a million shots. Uh, and, and that sometimes that can blow teams out, but, um, I think Texas, Texas A&M's in the more desperate spot here and, and don't sleep on them. They have a 67th best ra- offensive rating against the 221st defense. I know the place gets lit. I don't care. Give me the points. A&M's going to ha- hang in this game, hang in this game, sprinkle, sprinkle a little bit on that money line. Yeah. I mean, Texas A&M very good at getting their own shots back offensive rebounding percentage, number one in the nation, but, uh, man, I, I, they, they, their offense has been, uh, I don't know, not effective field goal percentage, Ryan, <laughs> 336 in the nation. Alabama defense, not amazing by any point to Colby's, but can they, can they get enough points to cover this game? Alabama's offense is pretty fire, especially at home. That would be the concern. The formula for Texas A&M is because it is when you look at their offensive profile, like in terms of actually playing offense, they look like relative trash, but if you look at it through the lens of they're going to get a lot of second chance opportunities against this Alabama team. If there's one thing Alabama doesn't do at a top level, it's rebound. Texas A&M does rebound at an elite level. They also take care of the basketball. And so to that point, this is a big number. And unless that's the problem though, buzz buzz, typically as teams play the three point line, they hustle. They, and this team isn't doing that, but to Colby's point, uh, it's a big enough number, and I think they're going to get enough easy second chance points against this Alabama defense on the offensive glass. Of course, I'm taking the points. I mean, they're going to need to hit some threes. If they hit some threes, they can win this game. But they, they've been horrible at shooting the three. A and M has, but yeah, yeah like that's said, the thing. Yeah. They hit them threes, but they, that's their that's been their problem. They can't hit but, threes. But the key is though, letting Alabama get out on the break and getting those threes again, they're, 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 that's going to be tough against the number one offensive rebounding team in the country in Texas A&M. All right, we're moving yeah, along I'm to nine. Guys. I'll t- oh, go ahead. I'll Sean, sorry. Texas A&M. No, I will take Texas A&M. I was just, 
making sure we weren't overlooking the um the angle here for Alabama. You still have your uh, AM overalls, Sean? <laughs> yes. They're in the washer. <laughs> Lieutenant Cheer over here. I you know, I served I served five years in the military, uh running the uh parades and cheer squad at Texas AM. Me and me and Lassie have done our time. We're veterans. Leave us alone. <laughs> Does that get you access to USAA and Navy Federal Credit Union? Or is it, you have to one serve? Of my, one of my favorites is the Mike Leach quote. It's like, you know, they're not actually serving anybody, right? He's like, I'm confused by A&M. What, what, what do they do? They dress up in, in militant gear, but they're not uh, serving anybody. <laughs> It's the ultimate in uh, pageantry, Colby. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> Nine thirty a.m. We're heading to Indy, where uh, I don't know if you know Colby, yeah. but uh, a big weekend for Indy this week. Uh, where the the NBA is uh, showing up in a couple weeks. The NFL will be showing up to Indy, uh, but in this one, a classic matchup. Creighton heads to Butler. Butler catching a point at home here. Sean and I might feel a little bit snake bitten after Butler yeah. didn't get to the number of four the Buddy, other night. Which how big was that banked in three by by Marquette at the two? Butler cuts the lead to two with like two minutes left. It's looking like Butler has all the momentum in the game, and they they hold the the the, the, the uh, Marquette's team to like what four or five seconds on the shot clock. Then they, it the, up. banks in a three from straight on just. You, when that went in, you knew your ticket was, was cash. You're just like, okay, okay. If this is going to go in, <laughs> you know what I mean? Syracuse did the same thing against Carolina. Um, but uh, I mean, I, I, I like Butler in the spot. I know Creighton's been playing really good lately and Creighton's actually been, they've proven that they're a good team on the road. They're six and three on the road. Uh, but once again, I think this is a uh, Butler was in that game the other day. You know I mean? I know they were down double digits early, but they battled back. I like this, that Mata team. I'm going to take the Bulldogs. Once again, I think they're also in a little bit more, more desperate spot here. And uh, yeah, at Henkel, they've, they've proven their, their worth. They're 11 and three at home. And I think that's, that's all the reason why you take the the Bulldogs there. Yeah. I mean, Creighton is a, is a bet on team at home, kind of a fade on the road. Um, unless it, unless the spot really warrants it. I mean, they lost at Providence. They've lost at UConn, which, I mean, that's obviously a super tough spot, but they lost at Seton Hall in triple overtime, uh, lost at Marquette, lost at Villanova. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, this Butler team, that that was a frustrating loss, but I'm with you, Colby. I think you got to ride them again. Small home dog should get the outright win. Bad Mata might be distracted. Uh, Ohio State jobs opened up for him. Uh, look, the the... Creighton just played Butler and it took Butler shooting over 50% from the three point line to, to participate in a shootout in that one. You got re revenge here for Creighton, a team that actually uh, can, can possess that kind of shooting acumen in a game in game out basis. So I'm taking another road team here. Give me the, give me the chalk or I guess it's not, it's probably not the chalk here, but lay the points uh, with Creighton for me. All right. We got a, we got a classic uh, bat matchup here between the Houston Cougars and the Texas Horns Downs. I still haven't figured out how to say that correctly. 10 a.m. on the West Coast. Houston laying 10 at home. Boy, that's a big number here. Oh man, I feel like you gotta take the points here. As much as I as much as I hate it, I just Horns feel like, up, baby. I just feel like Texas is too talented. Now, I mean, Houston's 13 and 0 in this building. So it's tough to fade that. But it, you know, Texas with that NIL. They have arguably, you know, one of the most talented rosters 
in all of college basketball to think that they couldn't cover 10, you know, when this was a, what a four point overtime game before Texas almost won this outright in regulation. So I, I feel like Texas can, can hang in this game. I'm a little, a little concerned about the energy of that building, but uh, Houston, you know, number one defensive team, but Texas is a top 100 defensive team. And I think that their height can give uh, cause Houston Houston's an interesting team. They kind of play small ball. Like they have athletes, but they play small ball. Well, Texas has height, you know, and I feel like Texas can, can present some problems with that just like they did in Austin. Uh, so I will take the points. Unfortunately, yeah. horns, oh. horns up. You feel all right. No, I don't. Everything, you got a fever? I feel disgusting. I feel, very dis- I feel disgusting. He's got a fever. You know? The only thing that can cure it is some cowbell from these, uh, from the <laughs> Texans. I, uh, yeah, I think you got to go Longhorns here as as much as it pains Colby. I mean, they've won in some big spots, uh, including uh, at Cincinnati on uh, January 9th. That was a nice win for them. Uh, at Oklahoma, 15-point win by margin. Uh, they got it done against TCU on the road. I, I think, yeah, I, how did they not hang with this Houston team? Colby's point, I'm slightly worried Houston gets up for this and really – shows out, but I think, I think you got to go uh, Texas here. Yeah, I think, I mean, just you look at the game they played, I, you know, it took overtime, um, but they did kind of control the game for the most part. And, you know, this is another matchup where you, you dive in and you realize like, Oh boy, Houston, Houston's going to give them a little bit of problems on the offensive glass. And you, you mentioned the size, but if, if that, if that doesn't, uh, if the laziness of rebounding doesn't show up, I think Houston with the energy of the building, uh, certainly could create problems here. And then, Oh, by the way, they're going to have ball. The ball pressure is going to be a problem. I think it's going to take some sort of elite, uh, elite, uh, individual effort from someone on Texas to get this done. I'm laying the points. Big Horns number, down, but Houston, Ryan. Horns down. Again, I, I'm shocked to hear Colby's taking Texas. This that was the red flag of all red, and he wasn't even committed to it. He's just kind of like, yeah, I guess I have uh, horns up, guys. Yeah. Okay, I, <laughs> I am a Texas uh, Longhorns fan. <laughs> Today I'm on the West Coast, we're in Athens, Georgia. Where uh, do they call this a cocktail party on the hardwood? Florida, Georgia, minus three and a half, and. Uh, I don't know how's how's our boy Blue Cane doing? Oh, they've lost five in a row, and to me, the season is is you know blowing up right in front of their face. This is a must-win game, but luckily for them, it's Snow White's nemesis, the team he left. He felt underappreciated. Mike Snow White, the coach of Georgia now after leaving Florida. Uh, this game was crazy the first time they played. Uh, Florida was up like twenty points. Georgia cut it all the way uh, to send the game to overtime, and and Georgia, or I'm sorry, Florida won in overtime. I, I think this is just such a desperate spot. If if Georgia wants any chance of going dancing, they have to win this game. And and you know they have opportunities. They host Auburn. They host A and M. They host Ole Miss. They have a trip to the jungle, which I highly doubt they'll win. But they got to get. They got to start winning some of these games. Five in a row. It's got to end here. Give me the dogs. Don't let the dogs get hot, Sean. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. This Georgia team might might just be bad. I know they're in a desperate spot, but. Mm. I guess you want to they lean lost, towards they the lost home Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey, Colby, you you liked Arkansas in that matchup. Uh, I I think uh, I appreciate the you know what? Let's take the home team desperation mode. Like you said, the coach will be up for this one. Um, what do they say in the SEC? It just means more. 
Yeah, I, I think in conference home dogs, I'm always gonna look to them, but um uh, hopefully these uh hopefully these Georgia dogs got a little bite. They need it. Um yeah, I'll I'll take I'll take Georgia plus three and a half. Enjoy Florida, uh chat. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Give give them that. Give them the gators on the road. Um, you know, may, maybe uh maybe that gator will turn into some roadkill after some street racers come by. Who knows? <laughs> Uh, hey, have you guys signed up over at underdogfantasy.com using the promo code SGPN? If not, what are you waiting for? Get the 100% deposit match up to $100. Colby, uh, what are some uh, fantasy entries you like higher, lower? Uh, what do we what do we what do we see here on the college basketball slate for some pick'em entries uh, that you think uh, might have some value here? Let's go. I'm pulling it up right now. Let's go to uh, Northwestern Rutgers today. Um, Ooh, Rutgers, Rutgers. Rutgers at the rack is is a you know that's a horse oh, of another color. Bad. They say. Uh, well, man. Well, we can't get into racial stuff here, Colby. <laughs> that was a John Elway joke. Mawat um, uh, Mag uh, all over higher than four rebounds. Get over there. This guy's gonna look. Northwestern, it's a fun little story. You're great at home. All right. But, but when these private school pussies come to Jersey, they're getting put in the mud. All right. Mac or Mac mag, Mawat mag higher than four rebounds. Let's start there. Also let's go to temple at Florida Atlantic, Florida Atlantic. You met magical final four run a year ago. John L Davis, one of the best players in college basketball. I will take the higher than 18 and a half points with him because he is awesome. Mawat, hmm. all-time, uh, all-time uh, first name M A W O T. Now, how do now how do people figure out how to pronounce Mawat? But every every Uber driver and you know coffee person still calls me Seen. Like, have you not seen the name Sean? What the hell is going on out here? Mawat, Mawat Mog, all-time uh, great name. So rattle off the the uh, entry one more time, Colby. Yes, we are jumping on John L. Davis higher than 18 and a half points and Mawat Mag higher than four boards. Easy, easy money right there. Yes, and a hundred dollar entry would win you three hundred dollars over at underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN. If you want a free hundred dollar entry, just deposit a hundred dollars using the promo code SGPN. Let's go. Colby, I assume when you were referring to the mud at the rack, you meant to say marinara. Gravy, maybe even. Uh, I am getting. Uh, I did see someone had a uh, legalized marinara on a uh, Fremont Street T-shirt. So we are working on getting Kramer a legalized uh, marinara. It's, a, it's an excellent uh, shirt, uh, Colby. Which, by the way, I don't think we commented on it, but uh, we're happy to see that you're alive after consuming that forty-year-old uh, gum. By the way, oh, um, let me tell you. Oh yeah, that was, that, uh... was a, that was a disgusting act. <laughs> Uh, the best comparison I could say is powdered milk tastes like powdered milk. Like, uh, when you, when you, and that was all, that was not uh, scripted. That was just, uh, Noah was talking about. And I was like, you know, I have old baseball packs right here that our friend Tommy Gimler had sent me that I just never opened. You know, I still have one that's unopened. I have this one I opened, which is the old, uh, so we can do the gum experiment again. Wait, if we want. Wait, you rewrapped it, uh, rewrapped no, no, no. the baseball card pack. Oh yeah, this one, this one, yes, yeah. this one uh, is Why the one I opened. Well, you know, I like Are you to... trying to resell it. Get, yeah. get some ABC gum. No, I, I don't sell my gems. I don't sell my gems, but this one here, sitting over here, 
Look at that. That's still packaged. All right. The gum, I could feel the gum in there. We might mm. have to, uh, I'll save it for a special occasion, you know, give the hey, wife. Kramer, some, maybe that's you know? a, uh, maybe that's a, a, a Patreon, a pick em prize. A, a, Call me an ant, ABC uh, trading card gum, uh, can, or we can we can give the the viewer a private video just sent directly to you of Colby eating old gum. Uh, that would, I mean, some it's a very small percentage of the audience would love that video. Uh, and, and hey, reminder: slash patreon weekly uh, Patreon pick'em contest. We're giving away a hundred dollar NBA uh, future. Uh, and uh, sportsgivenpodcast.com slash Patreon. The, this week's pickums all uh, NBA All Star game related. We got also got the NFL futures sheet and college basketball uh, sheet as well. Uh, if you're too lazy to look up the website or do the digging for the futures, Kramer. Oh, we all we also have a graphic with all of our All Star game. Every, oh, yeah. Everything's doing it. Yeah, everything's in there. We got so. it. We got the uh, the the new first half under angle for the All Star game. Uh, check out the episode to hear the details. Undergang, uh, the from undergang. I think we're working on something there. Uh, all right, let's head over to Tallahassee, where the 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 disgusting waters of Tallahassee, Florida, welcome the private school pussies, aka the Illuminati of Duke, the Blue Devils, laying four and a half here on the road. Colby, explain to me what this number is all about. Florida, no thank you on Florida State. Like, why wouldn't we just? Snap I even, fire I even, Duke? I even jumped it up some because Duke gets that love. But um, uh, Florida State's been one of the hardest teams to read in all of college basketball this year. You know, for a minute I was like calling for Leonard Hamilton to be fired, and then they rattled off like I think six or seven in a row. This team lost to Louisville, right? Not only that, they lost to Lipscomb. So, but they, but they also have some like some decent wins. You know, they beat UNLV, they beat Colorado. They, uh, they, they've won some games within the ACC. That I don't think a lot of people thought took down wake forest, took down Jimmy Laranega and, and, and Miami one at Syracuse. Uh, the line was a little fishy to me when I was plugging this in, but I think you, you gotta take Duke Duke's playing for the, the regular season championship and not knowing what Florida state we're going to get. And that, that stadium, that, that, that stadium has been weak. That seems like half empty. So I'll take, I will take uh Duke minus the points there in Tallahassee there at the uh, Donald Tucker civic center. I know I just said uh, I lean to conference home dogs, but I think you got to make an exception here, especially in this matchup. I mean, Duke has been kind of a beast. You know, once they got rid of that dud, uh, Coach Gay sent him to the garden. Uh, <laughs> you know, they've been playing really well. But also, this is just a fade of Florida State at home has just not been good. They lost to Virginia. I mean, look, listen to their last few home games. They lost to Virginia, lost to UNC, lost to Clemson. Uh, I mean, those are all beatable teams, especially at home. If you want to consider yourself any sort of contender uh, in the ACC here, I, I, I see the case why they get up for it. But I, I just think this uh, Duke team is, is, is uh, just in another class talent life. So yeah, give me Duke laying, laying the number. Yeah. It's you look at the Florida state's performances. Uh, I mean, they, they opened the year 2024 with a three game home winning streak and have not won since January 9th at home. They've had some nice sh- show up spots on the road, but to Colby's point, this stadium's what's the opposite of lit this it's a, uh, it's soggy. The stadium is soggy. Now, now uh, I do wonder if since Duke's in town, do they show up? Because, but they haven't showed up all year. I'm wondering. You think they will pack this place because Duke's Duke's there? Did they yeah, show up for Kansas UNC? Show up. 
a little more than normal, I would say. I mean, even UVA, I, I just, I just, and maybe uh, it's a little too close to the situation. I just watched them play my Hokies, who aren't exactly the best team in the country. And, and this, this Florida State team just strikes me as a team that is not, like, they're not, um, I don't want to say they're not well coached because we, we think the coach is decent, but they don't look like they're, uh, they're practicing well. It just he's seems also like they're 75 years old. So I always wonder. I always wonder if he's, you know, how 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 in tuned are you? You might just be like, yeah, let me close out my contract. Looking at some beachfront property in, uh, you know, uh, Barbados or something. Yeah, Dick. I don't know. Do people still go to Barbados? I feel like that was an '80s thing. I'll see you in That's Barbados. Right. Let's go to Barbados. It's a great, uh, it's a great thing to say. It just sounds fun to say. Uh, Barbados, Turks and Caicos. <laughs> You got all these uh, fun rhyming countries of the Caribbean. Yeah, I'm laying the points with you guys. Uh, I I would say though that not to have too much commentary on Prick Dundee's numbers. I I, I kind of think this is going to get bet up. So if you like Florida State, maybe wait. Uh, wait for I added like a up. point and a half or two to the number that that, that I yeah, was I, seeing. So. I I just this Florida State. I, I don't. I, I hard to know who's going to back them. All right, eleven fifteen on the West Coast. We got Iowa City. Iowa, aka the Hawkeyes, hosting Wisconsin. Lots of staples. We're going to be reloading our staplers here. Get those right, uh, those clips uh, ready. They're calling this the Swing Line Series, brought to you by Swing Line Staplers. Uh, the other night, Wisconsin <laughs> let me down against the all quit Ohio State Buckeyes as they somehow let Ohio State back inside the number late. Wisconsin laying two on the road here. Don't understand that at all. Um, seems like a good big 10 home spot here. Colby, what do you think? Yeah, I got to take Iowa. I mean, Iowa played them tough at Wisconsin. I think that score was even a little deceiving and Wisconsin three and six on the road. I just can't take, I can't take road staples. All right. That's a rule. You can't take road staples, Um, especially road, road, road chalk staples. Like they, I mean, I think the I think the wrong team is favored in this spot. I mean, in general, I'm always going to look to to Iowa at home. Always look to the Big Ten team at home, unless there's another reason. But I mean, look at who is Wisconsin to be laying points on the road? One and four on their last five, and to Kramer's point, their one win was against an Ohio State team at home, who's clearly quit. And then look at these other look at they they lost at Rutgers, lost they lost at Michigan. I mean, you're yeah. losing at Michigan. Loss, this yeah. Michigan team's horrible. Uh, and they lost to Nebraska in OT. I mean, Nebraska has been uh, pretty good at home. They lost to Penn State on the road. They did beat the Gophers. Uh, but, I mean, look at how they've been on, you know, in conference on the road. It's been bad. Um, so, yeah, I think you got to – I think the streak continues. I was a home dog here is pretty intriguing. I was 10-3 and three at home, too. I mean, they've, they're always good at home, you know, give or take, you know. Yeah, I'm with you. Occasional with- upset, yeah. Wisconsin, their only yeah, their only real good road win was Minnesota in my mind. I, I know the Michigan State one happened earlier in the season, so maybe we discard it. But yeah, give me Iowa. It feels uh, it feels a little dirty to take a dog here, but definitely I'm agreeing with Sean. Wrong team favorite. All right, we got uh, we got Marquette, aka the the guys uh, who screwed us against Butler, so we're not happy with them right now. No, uh, oh, Shaka, Butler, yes, yes, yes not yes. cool. But now Marquette heads to Hartford, Connecticut to take on UConn. And oh boy, uh, UConn has been uh, dominant this year, uh, some yeah. would say. 
Marquette, uh, you know, when they step up, it's, it, I feel like we're getting an inconsistent product. And I don't know what it is about this Marquette team. I, I used to love Shaka. They're on a hot streak right now, but I, I still find myself wanting to take Connecticut here. Yes. Uh, look, maybe if it was in Milwaukee, but I will lay, I'll gladly lay the eight, especially when you have a team that's won eight straight coming into Yukon. You don't think Yukon knows that? This building's going to be on fire. Uh, look, UConn's the defending champs. I, I understand that Marquette could say they're the defending Big East champs, but um, no, UConn is playing at an elite level. I think Marquette has been kind of fortunate to get by a couple teams. Uh, I'm on the Huskies. I think they blow them out. I, I think they win by 14, 15 points. Yeah, I know. I mean, you know, hats off to Marquette. They, they've had some nice road wins. Uh, Butler, Georgetown. I mean, Georgetown, who cares? But Butler, Villanova, um, you know, even St. John's. Those are all nice, tough road wins. I think this UConn team, though, is is on another level. Also, Dave uh, Dizzy in the chat will be there. Uh, he's a Huskies mm. fan. I think that's going to be enough to swing this game. Laying eight at home is, uh, is a really good price. Um, and it does... <laughs> <laughs> Dave, Dave uh, t- was, t- take take a photo, tag us in that man. Let us know you're at the game. Show us show us where you're at. Show us, show us where you're sitting. Show us how mm. lit it is. Oh, you, uh, Trevor, of course, uh, saying UConn is going to dog walk them. L- like the idea of the dogs uh, taking uh, someone on a dog walk. Also love that expression, um, <clears throat> Ryan. I forgot to tell you, I, I was walking around in the sports book here down in Circa, possibly, uh, probably a little intoxicated. And I turn and I'm like, oh, that dude looks like Mike Tyson. And then I'm like walking around like, is that Mike Tyson? And then I remembered Mike Tyson uh, has a face tattoo. So a great way to uh, (laughs) remind yourself whether or not, uh, you know, Colby, of course, ran into uh, Carl Weathers at the airport. Rest in peace, by the way. Rest in peace, man. Definitely not Carl Weathers. Uh, Yeah. yeah, Shout out to Carl Weathers. That was me hoping. Rest in peace to the great Carl. See, Carl Weathers, former San Diego State Aztec former Oakland Raider, you know, under coach really had under an John awesome Madden, life, you know, played in the CFL, subscribed to the CFL gambling podcast with the BC lions. Uh, and then obviously, you know, come on, happy Gilmore and, and, uh, well, he's not, and Rocky. Not CFL podcast. People are going to actually like think this. there's a podcast. I'm uh, doing the yeah, CFL Carl, podcast this year. It's happening. All right. Carl, I can Carl already Weathers. taste the maple syrup. All right. <laughs> you have to chug a bottle of maple syrup. Uh, <laughs> if you can get, yeah, that's the thing. If you can get uh, a thousand YouTube video views on you of chugging maple syrup, uh, we will green light the CFL podcast. That's the only way. Well, it does uh, seem like they've, they've figured out that t- how to tap into the uh, have Colby do dumb shit, get more followers. I mean, that, that is the internet nowadays. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Rest in peace to the great Carl Weathers. All right. Um, really, really lived an amazing life. I mean, to play professional football, even though if it was the CFL, uh, and and to be an action movie star, no, he in played the NFL movie. too. He played on the Raiders yeah. for a couple of years. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, real real professional football, and uh, just awesome life. So shout out to you, Carl Weathers. But getting back to the Huskies, they're at home. Um, I think they get uh, they seem to thrive on uh, you know top notch competition. Um, you know, I mean, I think they'll be excited for this game. I think they're going to cook them. Uh, only they have not lost a home game, so. Uh, nation's longest active win streak at 13, aka Taylor Swift's number. I know Ryan was going to get to that, but uh, Kramer, what do you like here? Huskies? Well, I think there's a little uh, Cole, maybe can Col- Colby can elaborate, but I believe Hurley and Shaka have a little uh, a little bit of friction. 
Um, I mean, Hur- Hurley kind of does that with every. I mean, his t- his little temper tantrums that uh, remind you know. Like but Hurley has, um, yeah, yeah. Hur- Hurley has found a way to like create uh like an enemy. Um, like Shaka is like that winning the Big East last year. Like it's like yeah. the one you know kind of target on a team that won the national championship. So you, you know who Hurley's become? Grayson Allen of of coaching. Oh. Oh, that's excellent. It's so, so, because it's so entitled. It's so over the top. It's just like, and, and, you know, if you see him do his, like his movements where he gets upset, it's, it just reminds me of, of, of Grayson Allen. Like just, like you just, you just want to punch him in the face, you know? Yeah. He was so brave last year to stop being a complete asshole. He's like, my wife told me I was being an asshole on the court. And I, I tried to calm down. It's like, dude, you're so brave for doing that. Wow. Mr. Hurley. Uh, tell us more yeah. about your success. And, and, and his spiel on me- his spiel on mental health after he's like, you know, after, I, I got depressed after winning the national championship. Shut the fuck up! No one's gonna have sympathy for you. All right, get out of here. Just if that's true, keep it to yourself. How about that? And by drop the way, can Sean, of, drop a can of banana saying uh, Colby picking cat shit out of the litter box did get a lot of views. <laughs> Colby's behind, now that Colby's at home a lot more, the behind the scenes yeah. stuff I think is really, really going to take off. And Sean, BTS Colby, yes, you can't give Colby shit for not recognizing the real Carl Weathers at the airport after your Chris Tucker, Eddie Griffin situation. <laughs> well, I mean, come on, they're both uh, they're both famous comedians, Ryan. That's the only thing they share, and that's all I saw was a famous comedian. And- <laughs> Oh yeah, I did. Uh, Eddie Griffin saying I've been to no motherfucking Epstein Island was possibly the greatest comeback of all time, and I don't regret it because getting to see Eddie Griffin get mad and then start laughing after he said I've been to no uh, motherfucking Epstein Island it was well worth it. It, it, it. I mean, it is such a great comeback. It also just highlights how many times he's had to deal with that shit. <laughs> I'm also on UConn laying the points. Uh, Kansas, 1 p.m. on the West Coast, heads to Norman, Oklahoma. Oklahoma catching a point here. Still no reports on Porter Moser picking up the phone and calling Sister Jean. I, I think this this could be the downfall of him. Colby, give me the Porter Moser update. Uh, he's going to survive, um, and especially if he wins this. But 18-7, and seven, I think Oklahoma is probably going to find themselves in the NCAA tournament, providing they don't just shit the bed the rest of the season. Um, Kansas, though, coming off the loss, and I think the big thing we all want to know is this, if Kevin McCullough is going to play, because once we found out he wasn't going to play, I think everyone, any, anyone that was on Kansas d- decided to, to switch to Texas Tech. Um, I want to so, know. Yeah. Uh, so, so, I mean, I got a strong ass offer. If he plays, you got it. You got to take, I think you take the Jayhawks just because I feel like, I mean, how often do they lose? But I don't know. Like that's something I would not bet this game until you, until you know, Kevin McCullers playing, I think he's going to play. Cause he had, it was just a, a like a, a flu or something. Um, but I still see game time decision on the, on the sheet here. Uh, so monitor that Kansas is two and five on the road this year. It's not a traditional bill self team. Meanwhile, Oklahoma is 13 and two at home. Porter Moser has a top 50 defense. Uh, and surprisingly, and I think the difference he's always had like a pretty good defense. So I think the real difference is the 70th, uh, ranked offense offensive rating wise. That was not there prior. Uh, and that could, could be all the difference if they don't have McCullough. So, I mean, I guess right now I think McCullough is going to play. I'll take the Jayhawks to win on the road. Um, but obviously monitor that situation. Yeah. I mean, Kansas, uh, granted they've had, uh, 
six losses uh, this season. All five of them, though, they've bounced back uh, in a in a pretty decent spot here. And all uh, six have been uh, well. One was a neutral spot, but they're all been away. So it, I just don't see them losing two games in a row. And especially, they, not only did they lose, but they lost by twenty nine points. So to your point, Colby, this isn't your traditional Bill Self team. Uh, not as dominant as they've been previous years, certainly. Uh, but maybe maybe that'll work out. Like maybe they'll actually go on a tournament uh, run here. Uh, I don't know. Kind of remind me in some ways as uh, as Gonzaga, you know, uh, this season. But that being said, they lost by 29 points. Uh, Bill Self is firmly up the Jayhawks' ass. Uh, I think you're going to get their best effort uh, regardless of who's out there on the court. So I, I think they're going to be a dangerous animal. Uh, give me the Jayhawks. Whew. Whew. Rock chalk. Uh, rock chalk on the road. No, thank you. Uh, I'm I'm riding Porter Moser another game, even if he's going to give the cold shoulder to Sister Jean. And for those, a little uh, little history here. We can head down memory lane. Who can forget during D-Gen Madness this, when we created sport and brought you March Madness when the world canceled it? Uh, Mr. McCullough, well, he was on Texas Tech at the time, and he was, uh, as a freshman, making appearances, and we were calling his name all the way, what, I guess, four years, three years ago? Yeah. Uh, sh- shout out to McCullough. I'm with Colby. He's kind of the critical piece of this game, but uh, I'm taking the home team either way. You know, maybe we get lucky, and and, and he is not going to play, and then we get a, a banger of a spot for Moser and the guys. Wait, you're taking Kansas? I am. Oh, what the, you're so confusing sometimes, Colby. All right, I'm on Porter Moser on an island. You're coming off a 29-point loss, right? Yeah, they got their ass. And it wasn't like a weird shooting night. They just got their ass beat. Uh, I don't know. It's not uh, it, I, I, self got not a game out. that I would turn. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's uh, how often does that happen, Colby? Uh, rarely. I would say rarely. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. He's, he's losing control of the ship. Pirates have entered the vessel. All right, let's move on. We got four more games to touch on, including a riveting Ivy League battle for some reason. First up, Kentucky heads to Auburn, Alabama, where Auburn just absolutely smashed uh, South Carolina and the Gamecocks. The first pearl was smashing some cock. Auburn laying nine here against Kentucky. Uh, Colby, uh, Calipari, this is a big kind of pound my chest ego coaching matchup here. Big number. I don't think anyone projected this in the preseason. What are we doing? I'm taking the points. This is a lot like the Texas handicap for me. Uh, We know Kentucky athletically is right there, you know, with Auburn. So uh, Auburn just won by a thousand over South Carolina. And we gave that away. That was ridiculous. Uh, I just think they come back to life a little bit. Auburn's going to win this game, I think, but it's not a crazy money line play here, just like the Texas game, because I feel like athletically, they're right there. You know, they the jungle is one of the craziest environments in college basketball, so they're working against that. But Kentucky plays it. They, you know, they go on the road to some tough spots. You know, historically, so I think a lot of these players, even though I know there's the, Calipari always reups with young players. But they challenge themselves. They play in uh, big, big uh, tournaments. You know, back in November, I feel like each and every year. Now I know that's not the jungle per se, but it's still they play big time opponents like Auburn. Uh, I think they cover this number, and and I think you know take, you want to get crazy, sprinkle a little bit on that money line. Hunter in the YouTube chat saying he's been a Kentucky fan his whole life. He doesn't know how much Cal he can take. Bring back Patino. Whew. Lol. What if they get Patino's <laughs> son? New Mexico's head coach, Richard Patino. Wouldn't that be, 
Wouldn't that be something? Old Dick Patino old does Dick? feel like he's he, he's a uh, little Dick. Uh, feels like he's in line for a uh, decent job. He continues to uh, keep putting together a good program down there in New Mexico. I'm with you, Colby. Uh, this Kentucky team. This is kind of the time. You see usually Cal figuring out the team a little bit. Nine points a lot on the road. Um, I like our boy Bruce Pearl. This just this just feels like a little too many points for a Kentucky offense that can really fill it up, hit their free throws, hit the hit the three. I know their defense isn't amazing, um, but I think the their their ability to fill up the cup and 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 giving them nine points uh, should be enough. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, de- decent win against a Mississippi team, but the rest of these wins recently have not been impressive. Uh, I 100% think that Bruce, like this Auburn team, you know, they play a bunch of bench minutes anyway. Uh, they're one of the deepest rosters in the nation in terms of minutes played, and they got to rest a bunch of guys this past game. They're going to be fresh. Uh, they're going to be causing havoc. I, I think you guys are crazy for taking the points. I, Auburn's playing good ball right now, and I think – when you look at the way they're going to be able to play defense against Kentucky, and then on the other side of the ball, Kentucky doesn't play much defense. I, I think this is a, a great spot for Auburn uh, to, like I said, havoc on defense, crashing the boards, and uh, and, and some some good dynamic uh, inside play. Uh, he is laying the points. You guys are you guys are getting cued here. No, no way. Yeah. I like how you gave me a uh, better number too, Sean. Thank you for Auburn uh, minus eight. It, it is Auburn minus nine, uh, according to Prick Dundee. We'll see how accurate he is. Um, you know, my model has this at ten point two actually, so I'm getting a great value here. Five p.m. on the West Coast, right into Princeton, New Jersey, the nice part of the state. Some say Yale, Princeton, Princeton laying three and a half. I would imagine this has got to be a critical game for the Ivy League. And you want to highlight it because whoever comes out of the Ivy League will be fun, a fun March Madness play this year. I mean, I'm hoping that the Ivy gets you know a couple teams in because they, uh, I don't think they should be a one bid league this year. I actually think they should get two in. I mean, Yale is currently in first place. Princeton's two games back. Princeton went to the Sweet 16 last year. Uh, Cornell is in the mix too. So I mean, you have three really good teams there at the top of the Ivy. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is a, this is a must win game. It's a must win game for them. And not only that, I think, you know, Yale might have a chip on their shoulder because they were the one seed in the Ivy tournament last year. And they watched Princeton essentially, you know, go to the sweet 16. Uh, but I, I, I think Princeton will defend the home court. Well, they're eight and ho- they're eight. No at home this year at the Jadwin gymnasium there. Check out the water fountain. Um, I think uh, the fact Yale's won nine straight, I think they get they get caught up in the web there. Uh, both teams elite defensively, but I think the real thing is Princeton's offense in general, especially at home. They're fifteenth in the nation in offensive rating. That is uh, way better than Yale's, and I think that's all the difference right there. So let's ride. We Tigers on this podcast. Let's go. Yeah, we might we might have lost Sean here, um, but no, I I think uh, per Ken Palm, three of the top ninety uh, adjusted offenses hail from the Ivy League. Uh, I certainly I wonder. Uh, Ken Palm also has them as the twelfth ranked conference out of thirty three, which is much higher. I mean, typically the Ivy League sits in like the bottom ten in these types of ratings. And so to Colby's point, um, you know, maybe the fact that these are Illuminati East coast schools, 
we can find an at-large bid. Uh, you're not getting three teams. Maybe you can get two teams. Uh, worth noting with the Ivy League, if you're not familiar with how they schedule the weekends, they they play Friday, Saturday. And so yeah. well, it, it, it's it's one of the few conferences that actually plays back-to-backs. The Pac-12 does it uh, to cut down on costs by doing a Friday – or sorry, a Thursday, Saturday or a Friday, Sunday. You, you I, know I think- what's weird, though, is this year they haven't done it as much, but I still think that yeah, they're still doing it, but – it's so the, anyway, much. so yeah. so Princeton has Brown uh, on deck Friday before this game, and Yale has Penn, two of the you know lower quality teams in the conference. So assuming how dare you, Ryan? No shenanigans happen here. I, I think I'm with you. I think you got to take the home team. Um, you know, it's interesting too, could be because it just kind of macro Ivy League take. Most of these teams are not uh, running a tremendous amount of pace. Cornell is the difference here, and I wonder if they could potentially be the wrench that controls a game because they control the pace. Uh, but in this one, once again, I'm laying points. I'm not taking them. Give me Princeton. Give me the Tigers of Jersey. Uh, yeah. Danny Wolf uh, uh, pointing out uh, Ryan in the chat, pointing out how well uh, Danny Wolf has been playing uh, for Yale there. Uh, Yale is Yale is pretty good. I think uh I mean, if Yale and Princeton make the tournament, that would be kind of fun. I do like Princeton. This is a revenge spot for them at home. Again, uh, seventh in the nation at the free throw line. They run that Princeton offense highly efficient. Don't turn the ball over. Keep a clean game. And uh, I mostly it's the revenge factor. So I, I'll take them laying the three and a half. You setting an over or under on how many backdoor cuts? Oh, Ooh, I'm smashing that over. <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing Sean loves better than a nice, other than a made free throw, a nice backdoor cut, and and no dunks, please. Only, a, a only layoffs. Chest off pass. Class. A crisp chest yeah, pass. Please. Yeah. Follow through. <laughs> all right. Make good pass equal good shot. Uh, one last nugget here. Yale is tremendously bad defending the three point line. Colby, what's Princeton really good at? Draining uh, those three yes, pointers. Yes, yes, buddy. Let's ride. Let's go. All right, next, lot two to go. Clemson, South Carolina, 5 p.m. on the West Coast. We got a little uh, North uh, North Carolina State taking on Clemson. Uh, Clemson in a different sport. Uh, if you di- didn't hear, Colby, uh, Noah Beanick and myself moved a number at the Circa about a week and a half ago, getting down on Clemson to win the the College World Series. Uh, I I I, the- uh, I was on. I mean, I I was on them to make the uh, the. I mean, I. Not to win it, but they they have a former East Carolina Pirate coaching them. Oh, so oh, here nice, we go. nice job, go, nice job. Go. Yeah, great, great baseball program, by the way, down there mm-hmm. uh, for East Carolina. Still, still looking on the map where where East Carolina hides. Uh, haven't found it. Yet. It's it's uh, hidden we- for a reason. Yeah, West Carolina too. Yeah. There's 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 two Carolinas. <laughs> I can't. They're hidden somewhere in Tobacco Road, or somewhere on the Illuminati Railroad. I'm not sure. <laughs> Clemson laying eight and a half here against the uh, what do you call the the the, the the pussy pack. pack. They're playing the pussy pack, and uh, look, how could you th- even consider taking the pussy pack? They're three and four on the road. They're a pussy institution, and Clemson is fighting for their postseason lives here. So I, I just don't understand. You know, I, I put this on there because it's the one free play of the day, where uh, you know Clemson just demolishes NC State, wins by eleven, and uh, right off into the side. This game's on the C Dub too, so enjoy. The programming before and after, um, yeah. Take Clemson; they're the better team. They're in a, they, they are they are playing much much better. They're a veteran team. They're nine and three at home. They hit that that uh, rough patch earlier in the year. They got through it 
Recently, they've had some big time wins against Miami at Chapel Hill for only the second time ever. Uh, and then at Syracuse. So Clemson's just playing really good ball right now. 37th in the nation offensively, you know, and just full of veterans. That's all the difference. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, hard to, hard to, hard to get excited about taking this NC state team, even though you're getting eight and a half, uh, man. Yeah. I don't know. I it's, it's also, I'm trying to handicap Colby's hatred uh, for NC state and how much that's impacting the handicap. But I mean, look at NC state, <clears throat> excuse me, look at NC state on the road. I mean, losses to wake forest, <clears throat> our team, Syracuse, Virginia, uh, it's just not look good. I mean, they they barely beat a horrible Louisville team. Uh, yeah, I just don't see them going on the road and, and getting much offense going here against NC State. State. Yeah, I, I think NC State only beat uh, Detroit Mercy by seventeen. Part of the handicap here, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Austin in the YouTube chat saying Kramer dog hiding two squirrels in that mustache. Uh, for those keeping track at home, Kramer could have shaved the the mustache like uh, almost a week ago, and still is. So this is got, this is just a personal choice. He's no longer paying off a bet. I told you, I've enjoyed all the attention it garners. Uh, we're at, we were out here for a, a business conference, and I gotta say, a lot of people saying they're gonna remember this mustache. So uh, I'm making memories over here, uh, and yeah, I, I'm I'm not anti squirrel, although it's. Candidly, it's getting bigger than the squirrels we got out here on the left coast. Uh, this is maybe turning into some sort of possum soon. Even the squirrels uh, are soft. They they really we do have tiny squirrels. You know what it is? They don't have to get fat for the winter. Has anyone uh, asked you to, to like crack a case for them? I just feel like you look like an old school detective. You know, it's like someone just gone up and be like, uh, you know, I'm looking for somebody. Can you help me out here? They think you're you, they just assume you're a PI. I have I've had a couple guys come up to me be like, bro, stop, stop checking out my girl. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's not me. It's the mustache, dude. Sorry. He did. He did. He did uh, a couple guys came up and asked uh, if they could get a ride, a mustache ride, uh, <laughs> and right, a right, mustache ride over to the ABNs, assuming uh, they were going to do a, a carpool there. Oh wow, a carpool mustache ride. I don't know. <laughs> I I know I have a big head and good skull structure, but that big might handle. be too much. Yeah, maybe uh, two two plus uh, is is going to break some sort of OSHA code. I think uh, I will. I will also lay the points here. I worry that we're not uh, handicapping the handicapper here with Colby and his his hatred of NC State. Yeah. But it, when you look at the profile, it's really hard to find a reason to get excited about NC State. I think the path for them uh, having a game is purely just Clemson shitting the bed a little bit and it, it being a gross game and, and them staying inside the number. I'm laying it. Uh, let's see. Uh, for those keeping track at home, I, I, I am on a tremendous amount of dogs, uh, five to be total. Ooh. And uh, and uh, before we uh, we finish up this last game, Texas Tech, Alabama, Florida, Wisconsin, Marquette, Yale, NC State, all on the Discord card. So we're giving you a fat Saturday card Discord. You're welcome. Last one. Love this late night Mountain West action, Sean. 8.30 p.m. on the, on the left coast. We got UNLV and Nevada, big robbery here. The game's in Vegas. UNLV is laying a point. Colby, I mean, first off, they hate each other. Like the the fan bases legit hate each other. Don't make the mistake of uh, you know if you're up in Reno and you happen to to, to cheer for UNLV, 
I'm telling you, it is it, that's a, it's it's a it's underrated rivalry. It's not talked about enough. And football, and football, they play for that big ass fucking cannon. Uh, absolutely <laughs> fantastic, the best trophy in sports, if you ask me. Um, but uh, yeah, UNLV's won five straight, but I still can't trust them. They almost lost to Fresno last night. Uh, they lost to Southern at home earlier this year. They lost to Air Force by like thirty. They and won in New Mexico, though, Colby. I know they're a really hard team to, to get a gauge on. And, and meanwhile, I, I never like taking Steve Alford coach teams, but I do believe this is one of his best teams he's ever had. Like getting Jared Lucas, the form. Remember when Oregon state went to the elite eight, Jared Lucas was on that team. He was one of their, one of their better players. He, uh, he is, he is now at Nevada and he's, he's a big difference maker between him and Blackshear. They have just two guys that can really light it up. I am going to ride the Wolfpack on the road. Another thing is the fact that Nevada lost uh, the other night by one to New Mexico. So they're, they're coming off a loss and just UNLV is red hot. I think, I think, uh, you know, everything bids well for, for the Wolfpack. Yeah. I mean, UNLV is a team that historically kind of shows up in spots when you don't think they're going to, and, and seems to choke under, under pressure or big situations like this Nevada game. But I, I I'm, I'm going to stick with something a previous Colby uh, once told me, and that has always fade Steve Alford in big games. I like the fact that this running Rebels team is hot. I get how you could fade him, but, man, not at the, uh, what was it, Thomas and Mack Center here? Let's go. Running Rebs, I think, uh, take care of business here against Nevada. It should be an awesome game. Fun uh, late-night Mountain West sweat. But, uh, yeah, give me Nevada laying the small number. Colby, oh, sorry, you're, taking, you're, you're taking Steve Alford, Colby, huh? Yeah, that, I that think I this is like. his best team in a long time. Better than any UCLA team, in my opinion. Like, like veteran, Nevada. Yeah, yeah, because those UCLA teams are coached by Steve Alford. <laughs> That's why they weren't good. Yeah, yeah, but this is still his best team, even if you threw that in there. And and yeah, you're you know. <laughs> even if you threw in the fact that he's. I mean, I guess when you are comparing him to other Steve Alford teams, you have to point out that they were also coached by Steve Alford, so that's a good counter. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, no way. I'm on the Rebs. It's easy to see a tide turn, Sean. I, I and Kramer, I I feel like we got to get some sweet like. Um, anyone got a lead on some sweet like UNLV running Rebs gear? Uh, I'm I'm in on it. Oh, I've been trying to get yeah someone out there. Hook me up with a. You got to give me that the old school though. I want that Larry Johnson UNLV jersey. All right, I, that's what we got to get. We got to get that Larry Johnson UNLV jersey. Uh, or Sean and, and, might remember this, but we we and I don't know if you were there, Colby. This is probably this might predate we us knowing each other. But early on in the March Madness trips we were taking, uh, a couple times we we hung out down at the Palazzo at Lagasse Stadium. And for one of those uh, events, uh, old towel towel biter himself uh, was like the honorary like celebrity hanging out and meeting and greeting. And so, yeah, the the old school uh, UNLV days uh, were Jerry Tarkanian legend, legend. You know, he, he just oh. do do a deep dive on that guy's career. He's the. He's, Can you imagine if a coach today just sucked on a towel on the sideline? He'd be a star. <laughs> He'd be sponsored. There'd be some sort of towel company. Getting you know what? Going. I, I, next episode we do, I'm going to suck on a towel. Let's go. <laughs> That's actually That's a funny. He clearly bit. said Did towel, you? right? <laughs> Did you say, yeah, no, I think he said, yeah. I think he said towel and not dick. Where's that but soundboard for, I want a dick rubbed on my face tonight, but uh, you know, yeah. that, uh, what happened there? You, you, no, you, we're, you know, we're working on a virtual soundboard. <laughs> Stay tuned. Maybe we'll get some key drops loaded up here. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, I'm on Nevada with Colby. Sean on the Rebels of UNLV. Ooh. You guys are going to regret it. Maybe. I love the Mountain West. I, I will say the one thing that I did not know that would come of us being in Vegas every weekend, Sean, was just me uh, really falling in love with the Mountain West. So I, I, I think we need to make our relationship closer, Colby, with the Mountain West. Please, please make that happen. Yes, yes, uh, and I and I want uh, access to the uh, the basketball. Um, yeah, let's do it. Media, media this year too. I think that's in October. Kick the uh, doors down, Colby. Let's go. Let's go. Um, yeah, I'm ready to dominate. I'm, I got you know. I'm just. I feel like this Saturday. It's we're getting closer to March. I've been on fire lately over here, and uh, you know, White Tigers hanging out with me a lot, watching games. He uh, was tearing up because Carl Weathers passed away as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we, we watched action. Ja- Have you seen action Jackson? That's one that you should got. You got to tune into man. Action Jackson. It's a classic was it because white tiger was a big fan of the, uh, lubed up beach scene in Rocky. Is that the, uh, is that where the emotions were coming from right here? I live right by where they ran and, and we try to do the same thing. We've, we've, uh, <laughs> You know, uh, we, we've, uh, definitely, definitely loaded up on the beach and ran, uh, had the birds there too. You, you gotta wait for the, when the birds are having a little bit of that water. Yeah. You and Patty C. So imagine (laughs) that scene in Rocky, but it's you and Patty C. I I think that would be a hell of a blackface myself. Can I pull a Ted Dancing and blackface myself? I think you could be be yourself or Jimmy Kimmel or, uh, or Howard. There are a lot of them. Uh, (laughs) I think you're just yourself scenes in, in Hollywood history. Cause you know, Rocky is like a five, five Italian dude. Right. Yeah. And Carl Weathers played for the Oakland Raiders. Right. And they have the five, five Italian dude beat, beat the, <laughs> the, the clear, more athletic, just, it just Hollywood. Another one of these, another one of these racist Hollywood times, you know, you, you watch that and there's no way you can be of the opinion that uh, Hollywood ha- you know, was was not trying to be just, Hey, we got to make the white guy win. The Italians control stuff, Colby. All right. <laughs> lock dog teased or lock dog bonus lock brought sorry. to you brought to you by hall of fame bets if you haven't signed up with hall of fame bets what are you waiting for head to hofbets.com or download the hall of fame bets app uh put in the parlay optimizer really good uh for the nba same game parlays get you covered for soccer as well hofbets.com promo code sgpn get you 50 off the first month uh hall of fame bets bet smarter not harder with hall of fame bets would you like me to go first? Happy to go first. All right. Lots of good chalk on the board. To me, lock number one, give me Duke. Uh, I think the number is probably going to be a little steeper, but I, I can't get in bed with Florida State at this time. Lock number two, smash Bruce Pearl. This team's firing on all cylinders. This is going to be a massive win for Bruce Pearl in the SEC. And perhaps this is the first nail in the coffin of Calipari uh, as we actually get to the end of the season here. Dog. Oh, I have so many dogs to choose from this week, Sean. Which one should I pick? Give me the buzzsaw. Texas A&M heads down to Alabama, the highest variance team in the land. And maybe they shit the bed here. Hopefully they shit the bed here. Buzz needs this. I want to see sweat billowing through that three-piece suit, Buzz. Let's get it. Defend the three-point line. Texas A and M. What do you think this is going to be? Five to one, Colby. Four and a half to one. Something. Big. Yeah, yeah. Something, something right around there. I would say. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Ryan's getting excited over there. Uh, I will lock up the Iowa Hawkeyes at home against Wisconsin, catching two. I will also uh, lock up um, 
who did I? Oh, oh yes, UConn. I think great spot for them. They roll, lay in the eight, and then uh, for the money line, a couple of uh, interesting spots. Kentucky, uh, very interesting. Uh, Texas and Texas and. Uh, Georgia. Not enough dogs, Sean. You didn't. You didn't pick enough no, dogs. I, I, mm-hmm. No, the problem is too many uh, dogs. Give me the Kentucky Wildcats on the money line, shocking the world, uh, getting it done in Auburn. Colby, uh, let's lock up the Wahoos. They're going to win the ACC, and you lay the three and a half. They win by four. All right, let's go. Uh, second lock. I'm with you. UConn's going to just destroy Marquette. Let's lay the eight. With with the Huskies up there, uh, the money line play—it's disgusting. It's really disgusting. No, oh, no. Hook them, hook them. Oh, Texas no. going into Houston and getting that dub. It was overtime. The first matchup, they could they could pose some problems, I think, to Houston. And I think uh, you know they're all the difference. They 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 might be another overtime game, but we eke it out. It's disgusting. Hook them. Hook All right, and just and and to and to let the uh, Discord know in case they missed it, uh, your card officially Texas Tech, Alabama, Florida, Florida State. Ooh, both Florida teams. That's nasty. Wisconsin, Marquette, Yale, and North Carolina State. Uh, only two home teams on the Discord card, but a massive menu on Saturday. You're welcome. Worst of luck. Any uh, any parlays we want to give out, chance? Yeah, I've been on fire with these parlays. I think. I think well, yeah, and, and shout out to the uh, chat, uh, Chris, uh, thanking you personally for a six teamer, Colby. Oh, yes, I you know, I think it's three straight days I've given given away parlays that I've hit. So uh, let's go, um, uh, Princeton. Let's put Princeton in this thing. I think Princeton's okay. going to win against Yale. We all picked Princeton. Yeah, I like that angle, and uh, let's take. Damn, Sean, you took Wake. You're messing. You're messing yeah. up the system. Yukon, uh, Princeton. How about a North? How about a? You know how uh, they say uh, the weathermen back where I grew up. Yeah, they got you. Got a North. We got a big nor'easter coming in. Uh, let's go, Princeton. Yukon. Do we have another northeastern team? Georgia does not qualify. <laughs> not really. We got. We, it's, why don't we just do? Let's not force it. Okay. Let's let. I, oh, that, we'll, 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 We'll call it Route Route ninety five. Uh, the Kramer, Jersey Turnpike extended. Kramer, you know we can ditch Sean and add Virginia to it, and that's a true Northeastern. Oh no, absolutely not. No, I'm not. I'm not doing any <laughs> further investment on the UVA that's not mandatory. Uh, you can do that on your own. I, Princeton UConn feels about right to me. All right, maybe you add Virginia. Oh, you got a cat and a dog. You got a cat and a dog. You don't have a cat, a dog, and a, a fucking floppy fish or a man with a sword. You have a cat and a dog. Tigers, Huskies, let's go. Be a dog. Don't be one of those meows. Meow. Uh, hey, I, yeah, I like that as a parlay. Little uh, little Princeton UConn parlay. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, as always. Hopefully you smash that subscribe button. Toss us a nice rating review over on Apple Podcasts. Keep the old uh, pirate ship alive. Uh, check out Colby and the college basketball experience. Counting you down every night. If you, uh, got, Gary K- if you got any old bubble gum, it's got to be in pre- unopened. All right. Unopened old have, food. Yeah. Uh, Colby yeah. will eat it live on cam. <laughs> uh, whatever. You know, he's a real, he's a true cam guy. You've heard of cam girls. Uh, Colby's a cam <laughs> guy. 
and uh, whatever whatever his followers want him to do on cam, he will uh, come through in a big way. Uh, get in on the Patreon, get the sheets, uh, get the uh, free pick'em contest. Uh, super fun sports gaming podcast.com. So it's Patreon sports gaming podcast.com slash Daytona for the free Daytona 500 contest. And for sports gaming podcast, I'm Sean, a second the money green. And he's Ryan. Please, someone send some unopened tasty cakes for Colby. Kramer, let it ride.